Now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King, from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, as always, we appreciate the time. I'm based in Southern California, so perhaps I'm guilty of geographic bias, but considering how anemic the offense was a year ago, I think the Rams are the best story in all of football. That said, do you see any major weaknesses on this team currently? I, you know, the only weaknesses I see are probably depth in the secondary. I think you could throw the ball on them, but, you know, you throw the ball on them, but you're going to have to get Aaron Donald. You're going to get have to have to get past Aaron Donald and Connor Barwin and, and Quinn and, and, a, and, a, and a very good front seven. So, I mean, I'm not saying that uh, they're peerless or anything like that, but, I mean, the Rams – yeah, everybody is waiting for the, the the shoe to drop. Everybody's waiting for the team to show some sign of infirmity. Um, I look at this team, and I don't see any major hole compared to every every other team in the league. Almost every other team. Uh, I think they're really good. They're going to be in it till the end. Uh, they're not afraid. I think that's one of the big things. They are not afraid. And I think when you play, start to play at this level, I mean, you know, they have have basically in the last three weeks beaten a good Jacksonville team by double digits, slaughtered Arizona by 33, slaughtered the Giants by whatever, 34, I think, and they did them all uh, at least three time zones away from home. They're... I don't know what else to say other than I think they're absolutely, totally legitimate, and they're going to be playing football in January, and they are going to be a hard, hard out. When looking at the NFC East, Peter, um, you have to assume that there are three contenders within that division now, considering what we saw from the Washington Redskins against the Seattle Seahawks. We know what Dallas is capable of doing. If they can be consistent, they're going to be a contender of winning that division. Philadelphia is just way out front of everyone, I would say, throughout the National Football League when it comes to balance. But how much are you buying the Washington Redskins in that win against the Seattle Seahawks? Well, Cordell, I like them a lot. But the only problem with Washington right now is that, you know, they're three games out in the loss column to Philadelphia. They have lost the tiebreaker to Philadelphia. They pretty much don't have, I think they don't even have, they barely have a prayer to win the division. I mean, quite literally, they're going to have to pick up four games on the Philadelphia Eagles, and I don't see that happening, particularly when you have games at New Orleans, at Dallas, and at the Chargers left. Um, so that's, that's the first thing I'd say. But uh, the second thing I would say is that the, the, the NFC wild card race is going to be really, really interesting because you've got Seattle now with three losses. You've got Carolina with three losses. And you've got Washington with four losses and Dallas with three losses. So I think those are the four major contenders. Uh, and, and, and I forgot. I forgot Detroit. But, uh, you know, you've got, you got basically five contenders now for two wild card spots. Uh, I, I mean, I know this is going to sound – I don't want to go totally overboard with the Rams, but I, I think the Rams are going to win the West. And if that happens, then Seattle's going to be battling for a wild-card spot. They're good enough to get there, but they're going to have a lot of company there, too.
Peter King, MMQB.com is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, as the Vikings get ready to activate Teddy Bridgewater, how do you think they're going to handle the quarterback situation moving forward this year? And in the offseason, they have some free agent decisions to make. I mean, they they have the weirdest quarterback situation right now in the NFL, I would say, other than Cleveland. I mean, you know, with Cleveland right now, I have absolutely no idea if any of the quarterbacks on the roster, except for Deshaun Kaiser, are even going to be on their team on March first. You know, I don't, I don't even know. But clearly, you know, the Browns are going to be after a quarterback this off season. But the Vikings, it's so strange because you know nobody, nobody envisioned what is. Ha- I think everyone thought looking at the Vikings in the off season. I mean, like quite literally, everybody. Everybody thought that when you looked at the Vikings this year, you know, either the quarterback down the stretch of this team was either going to be Sam Bradford um, or, you know, depending on what, what, whatever happened with this team, with his injury, and whether he could come back. I mean, I, I, because I think the one thing that we all have to wonder about long term is Teddy Bridgewater going to be remotely? Uh, I mean, is Teddy Bridgewater going to be fine, or is he going to be eighty-five percent of what he was? And we don't know that right now. But I think, as I look at the Vikings right now, they appear to be a team that are going to that's going to play Teddy Bridgewater, but only when he's a hundred percent. And I think they feel like Case Keenum for the next week or two. Okay, a very tough game. I doubt very sincerely that that the Vikings want to put Teddy Bridgewater, make him play against a red-hot Washington team in his first game back. So I think you're going to see Keenum at least one week, but Teddy Bridgewater will be the guy at some point, either late November or December. You mentioned red hot. The New Orleans Saints, they go on a six-game win streak, and their defense has only allowed 15 points in those last six games. How good is the New Orleans Saints? You know, Cordell, I think what's so interesting about New Orleans is that, uh, you know, basically they've allowed – you're right. They've allowed 15 points a game here in, the, in this six-game six winning streak, and they've always had to get into scoring contests with Drew Brees. Well, now they realize that they don't have to get in a scoring contest to win a game. They can win a game in a lot of different ways. My feeling about them is that they're going to go as far as their young defensive players are going to take them. Marcus Williams, a young safety rookie from Utah, is playing free, free safety. Everybody's talking about you know, Marshawn Lattimore, and I, I'd be talking about him too because he's a top-five NFL corner, and he's only played one half of one season. So I, I kind of look at this team right now as weird as it's as weird as it sounds, but they have a preeminent pass rusher and defensive end in Cam Jordan, and probably their two most invaluable players after that are rookie defensive backs. You know, first and second round picks, Lattimore and Williams. They this is a this is a really really good young defense in New Orleans. It's not fluky. And I think they've got a chance to be pretty good. I don't know that they're going to win multiple playoff games this year, but they're going to, I think they're going to have a home game in the playoffs, and I think they're going to win at least one. 
Peter, thanks so much for the information. Enjoy your week, and we'll chat with you on Sunday on NFL First and Goal on TuneIn Premium. Thanks very much, guys. Take care. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.